We got it. Let's clap. Do this. Let's clap one more time. We didn't really clap at the same time, but it was one, two, two three. three. I went god. early. Oh my god! Ready? One. one. Oh god! Oh shit! <laughs> you clapped oh, on one. I clapped on one. All right. Ready? One, one two, two, three. three. Now nobody clapped. Nobody now nobody clapped. Oh, oh trust boy. issues. Oh, golly. Halo, everybody. <laughs> Halo. If you're playing Halo right now, uh, well, hello to the uh, Halo. This is the best of 2018. Wait, this not is, this. This this is not. <laughs> this is the description of. This uh, is where we talk about. We're going to the best of 2018. And what what are we talking about? The best of 2018. The what, best. The, the best. Nude photos that were leaked in 2018. All Nicolas Cage for some reason. All Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah. All Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It Actually, what we also are discussing, along with that one, is the best podcast episodes from Channel 4 and a Half. Really? 2018. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. I would have listened to them. <laughs> no. Okay, well, we'll see how you can... <laughs> let's see if you can keep up, at least. Alrighty. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think you might be in one of them. Oh, So at least you'll know I? something about that. Fantastic. Maybe not, though. I don't remember was I? I really don't know. Hmm, we'll see. It doesn't matter. We have seven of our shows on our network who have all had great years. Yes. Great, they had great really shows. amazing podcasts all year. Indeed. But each of them, I think there was one that really stood out. Yeah. In each one. There, there was one that stood out in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's <laughs> one that stood out in a lot. Okay. There are seven specific episodes from seven different shows. That's not seven. Not seven from per one show. show. Right. Okay. Just to be clear. That would be 49 episodes. That would be a lot would, of And this would be an eight-hour podcast. We're doing the top 49 of 2018. <laughs> this is Casey Kasem. <laughs> Go ahead and strap yourself in, because this is going to be a We're talking about the night. top 49 podcasts of 2018. I would love to release a 50-hour podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, one of these days we will. <laughs> okay. One of these days we will. I don't even think I could talk for 50 hours. <laughs> So wait, when we talk about each individual podcast episode for an hour, and then we would have one extra hour just right. to fuck around. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's for some of the you know banter. Yeah, yeah, I think that could work. All right, well, <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, yeah, now that we got that out of the way, I think this is in no particular order as to yes, what's the best. no particular order at all. These are just the best of each. So we're gonna start out with. Um, Actually, our newest podcast on the network. Really? It's the youngest. It's legal, though. It's barely legal. It's barely legal. Barely legal. <laughs> it's Everybody Loves Eamon with Zach oh, Eamon. Barely with, legal. With Zach Eamon, <laughs> yeah. who is barely, barely legal. legal. <laughs> Which episode he, is it, Landry? Well, I'll tell you. It's actually episode number 10. How many episodes are there currently out right now? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Fantastic. So as of this recording, there are eleven. So, so it so wasn't really hard to find <laughs> the best of the year. Not not really at all. It was really just like kind of glancing at them and being and it, you. There were a couple right off the back that you could look at and be like, yeah, no, no not these ones. No, not these ones. I not because the ones. podcast is bad, but <laughs> just because. Right. You know. Well, you get it. You get it. Well, this one is good. You ever, you ever like go into huh. Stitcher? You go <laughs> plugging <laughs> Stitcher, <laughs> plugging Stitcher really quick. Maybe get some money from that. That'd be you great. ever go into Stitcher and you're yeah. like, oh, 
let's take a look at this show. Yeah. It's like a show you've never seen before, and you go into the episodes, and you look at them, and you're like, oh, not that one, not that one, not right. that one. Uh, maybe that one. And then you see one, and you're like, oh, that's the one that I want to start with. This would be that one. Yes. Which you wouldn't have to scroll, because it's going to be right there towards the top. Exactly. Nice. Okay, anyway. So this one, the guest is uh, a local comic, uh, Ethan Sandoval. Are you familiar with this Oh, name? yes, I am. We used to do a, a <laughs> podcast together. Oh, on, on Channel 4 and a half? Possibly. I think that sounds right. It, or maybe that was just a dream I had. It, it was about as long as a dream. So, um, it felt like forever, and then you, and then it was over, and you were yeah. like, wow, that didn't really like, last no. that long. <laughs> and uh, so in this podcast, Zach Aiman, by the way, he, he's, I, I've noticed he's a really good interviewer. He's a very think, good interviewer. I think that the podcast is, great, is a great format for him. He does great, note cards. He has so many note cards, and he throws them like David Letterman. Yeah, he'll like, toss them away. Yeah. Into the ether, you know? <laughs> yeah, he throws them and they just disappear. They disappear. It's amazing. They, they explode into confetti. It's it's quite impressive, really. Yeah. Um, he's kind of a reverse magician. Instead of making cards appear out of nowhere, he, he makes, makes them, them disappear, disappear into everywhere. Into, <laughs> disappear into everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's the title of my album. Oh! Um, so in this, Ethan uh, talks a lot about like uh, amusement parks and uh, about holidays and many other things. Uh and when I say many other things, I'm being very generic. Um, yeah. But there's one specific, like, couple-minute portion here that we're going to let everyone listen to that Alrighty. I think is magical. Fantastic. And I think it's really important. But anyway, before we get to that, though, is I do want to say, like, we've actually been on the show before. We That's have. how we know about these we, Together. We were on there together. We together. were the first duo. Second. Actually, but we weren't. Second duo. We weren't, though. <laughs> the second I, duo. Okay, I was the we first We were the first two-parter. entirely male duo. That's right. There should be more of those out there. Why don't men... <laughs> men let's now think a minute. Men. Groups of two men are not represented <laughs> in media. Specifically <laughs> groups of two men. Two men? Not, I mean, they, three, three Stooges. Yeah. The Marx Brothers. Where's the two men? The Where's Sklar the two triplets? men? The Sklar triplets. <laughs> this, that's not a bad idea, though. Where's the two men? The two, that's the other... There's that's two a, and a half men. But where's the but where's the two men? <laughs> that eventually turned, and soon they're going to be three men. Because what? That, the half one is getting pretty big. I think he's already there. It's, it's, so it's three men now. It's three men. God damn baby. it, Chuck Lorre. Three men and a baby. But three three men and a baby. Still two and a half men. Three men and a baby. Yeah. What's going on with this world? Good lord. Anyway, so Chris Columbus, <laughs> please message us. Same for you, Chris Columbo. Okay, and. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, Ethan's on the show, and uh, he has a really great conversation with Zach. And you know what? Why, why are we even here? We yeah. should just let you listen, to, let a, listen a, to a clip of that. In, and then... In three, two, two one. one. Well, we basically yeah, got... Yeah. yeah. You have a good bombing story? Uh, I... I always feel awkward because, like, I haven't really done what I consider bombing much. Yeah. But I do have, like, my first ever real bombing story was at the Enzo Bar here in Tulsa. I never did Enzo. (laughs) Good. It's a fucking shit room. Um, And I'm not saying that just because I bombed there. It just, the way it's built, it comedy. It's like Four buildings. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like four businesses. Yeah, and like it's comedy. Like Enzo and comedy then. doesn't work because there's not like a good stage area really. Yeah. 
because anyways whatever um so the show i was doing was there is a um you go up and somebody is drawing your set behind you right so i was like the fourth in the lineup first guy goes up is peter eats a dick rick goes (laughs) up eats a dick Terrell goes up eats a dick and i was next (laughs) and so i go up there and i just look at the person drawing my set and i go just draw a bomb and that will suffice (laughs) i just ate a dick for five minutes just gargled on it um yeah i don't have a good bombing story that's like my best bombing story i have a good watching a bombing story <laughs> i watched a guy gargle shit for ten for 15 minutes oh man on a 10 minute set oh man it was it was at a comedy contest that's the worst it was the f- <laughs> it was like like uh thursday was a qualifier friday was a qualifier saturday was the final yeah. right and what happened was the top five from Thursday moved on. The mm-hmm. top five from Friday moved on. The t- final ten competed in the final. Well, yeah. the top, the Thursday, eight comedians showed up. Top five move on. I was I was on that show. Nice. Friday, five comedians show up. Yeah. So <laughs> all five get to move on. Yeah. So this guy... A fucking monkey could have gone on <laughs> and thrown shit at the audience for 10 minutes and it would have moved on and he wouldn't have. Yeah. But he moved on <laughs> and he drew last oh, for the finals. Oh no. And he had to follow what ended up being first, second, and fourth place. <laughs> so he had to follow heavy hitters. Who did he have to follow? He had to follow uh, Henny Brown, who Ooh, was yeah. the who was the winner. I was second. Nice. I was second place. And Micah Medina was... Oh, I miss Micah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he stopped for a while. He yeah. started up again. Yeah, he's doing something. Shout out to Micah Medina. Yeah, Micah's great. I love Micah. Uh, he so took funny. fourth. Um, nice. So he had to follow that that lineup. That's a heavy lineup. That's a fucking heavy lineup. That's a very heavy lineup. Me and Micah are large men. Um, <laughs> well, no, you're well, yes, but you're both funny as shit too. <laughs> um, so he goes up there and starts his set off by going, "I don't want laughs. I don't want applause. I don't want woos." Da 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 da. He didn't get them. He <laughs> he went up there. And just fucking ate shit. The only laugh he got, the absolute only laugh he got in a 15-minute set was he told a joke, it didn't hit, and he goes, that was supposed to be the punchline, and every comedian in the room went, ah! (laughs) That's so bad. And just died. We, Uh. We were Oh, we! I was almost vomiting. I was laughing yeah. so hard, and uh, like he at one point goes, "All right, this isn't working." Or no, he goes. He said, "Well, my set's going so great. I'm gonna try to roast an audience member." Oh, always smart. And a guy volunteers, <laughs> which is the last thing you want. Yeah. So a guy volunteers and goes, "Roast me." And the guy throws this like super weak roast at him, yeah. and the 
the guy, the audience member goes, at least I'm not fucking bombing on stage. <laughs> oh, better. Yeah, yeah. So it was only supposed to be a 10-minute set. He did 15 minutes, right? Oh. He's the last one to go up. probably 15 really long minutes. Oh, my God. I was, like, gnawing on my arm like a <laughs> fox caught in a bear trap, <laughs> just trying to escape. Um, and then, after he's done... The guy running the show goes up, and a uh, shout-out to Billy Bazaar. Uh, hey, Billy, yeah, shout-out to you. Yeah, um, he goes up and uh, <laughs> is like, okay, I'm going to tally the scores. If anybody wants to do more time, oh, no, will Billy, I why? tally the scores? <laughs> and the guy starts sprinting for the <laughs> mic, and luckily another comedian intercepted grabbed the mic, and was like, we're going to play an improv game. No, that's worse. It was fine. It was fine. It was literally just, we get a topic from the audience, everyone does a minute on it. Yeah. Um, oh, that I is. ended it by, like they were like, sex, and I just went, I don't get it, and walked on stage. <laughs> nice. Very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it worked great. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was the worst bombing I've ever seen. I don't know if I have. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, God. Landry. Quick. The Heimlich. You know, Jesus really Christ. Come back from the break and immediately <laughs> there's an emergency. <laughs> what are the odds? The, 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 what I love in movies and TV is when they do that gimmick of like someone... Like, Someone starts choking, they, yeah. and then they do the Heimlich, and they only have to do it three times before and the thing, piece of shrimp comes before the thing pops. <laughs> a piece of shrimp, which, let's be honest, no one's ever fucking choked on a piece of shrimp. And it's always a it's a round thing, thing that arguably has a hole in the middle of it. Shrimp are basically a circle with a piece chunk cut out of it. And it's always a whole shrimp, too. It's a whole have shrimp. Have you noticed that? It's it a, has the tail and everything. It's like a whole shrimp or like a whole, like, cream puff. Or, like, <laughs> it's, some, it's some piece of... chewing. It's some piece of food that is immediately recognizable <laughs> yeah. as a piece of food. Yeah. And and a piece never comes out and you're like, whoa, what the fuck was that? Yeah. It's no, it's no Santa Clarita diet, I tell oh. you. What? Well, it, is that a show? <laughs> never mind. So, um... Who's in it? Anyway, I like that game. Timothy Oliphant? <laughs> That's actually a good guess. Uh, <laughs> take a wild guess as someone else that did it. Mm, the girl from E.T.? That's right. You oh, man! Yeah. What's she up to these days? Can't miss. Well, that show. It's oh. a can't miss show. Anyway. Um, I missed it. Shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Secret police are coming after let me. Let me... Anyway, what I love is when movies and TV do that gimmick and they like start laughing and then they cough. The problem is... Uh, I wasn't doing a gimmick. That's just, I actually just you choked. actually were choking, and I actually gave you the Heimlich maneuver. And a piece of shrimp. And a actually piece of shrimp, <laughs> fucking shot out of your and it mouth. Was followed directly by a and full went, cream puff. Here's the thing: it went across the room and went directly into another person's mouth, and they, <laughs> they choked and they died. Yeah, no one did. I, I no did, one did three pumps no, of a Heimlich because they, they were a they were actually a burglar breaking into my house. Yeah. I'm not sure if we've discussed <laughs> I this. Saved, I saved your family. Yeah, really. We're, we're currently in my house. Celebrating Christmas. That's right. This is Christmas. This is Christmas. Now, this is sort of the of Christmas episode. This is sort of the Christmas episode to end all Christmas episodes. I guess. And hopefully we will end all of them. And we'll end them all. Oh, God, motherfucker. What the fuck? What just happened? <laughs> well, I like I like put my finger on the table, but I accidentally pulled back, so it caught my nail. Oh, oh, oh. 
Speaking can you, of can ending, you Heimlich again? Yeah. <laughs> can you Heimlich my hand? Sure. Anyway. Uh, 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 a piece what? of shrimp. Whoa, a piece of fucking <laughs> shrimp shot out. <laughs> you know, speaking of shrimp, yeah. I, I would say uh, one of the beefiest TV shows that ever existed would yeah. be The Office. Exactly. Now, yes. do you know where I'm going with this? Um, The Office is being rebooted finally after all these years. <laughs> you heard it first here. We got it. We got him, baby. Actually, no. Oh. I mean, it might be, but that's not the news we're giving out today. Yeah, it's really actually quite depressing. You know what? I don't think I can continue with this show. Just shut it down. Yeah, shut we're gonna it shut down. it down. Add, add in a, a sound effects of like a of like a one of those like <laughs> uh, you know garage doors closing. <laughs> Game over. Game over. <laughs> Just add in the last scene from Saw. The entire Done. last. Scene. Yeah. The screaming. The screaming. The realization that of where the key, the key went, went down the drain. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. And do you remember when you made me watch all those fucking Saw movies for a review of the Saw franchise that we never did? Hmm. Yeah. That is an entire day of my life that I will <laughs> never get back. And we even went to go see the Jigsaw. We did. Movie. And we did do a review of that. But oh, it did? also never came out. Oh, whoops. I don't know. I thought it did. Did it? I don't know. The important thing is... <laughs> The People Persons Paper Podcast. Really? It's a podcast on our network. Okay. And that that podcast is hosted by um, a one... Let me see if I can get this right. Hilton Price and Brian Sitley. Ooh. And, two people. Uh, those are two men. Yeah, two two men! <laughs> We're two back men. in, baby! There we go, We're, baby. We come on, it. come on! All right. Two men. Two men. <laughs> For a second, I thought you said tune in. <laughs> Everybody, listen up and tune, tune in, in to two men. <laughs> tune in, two men. Um, so anyway, they go uh, episode by episode of the NBC hit sitcom The Office, and they review episodes. They talk about episodes. That's it. That's what they do. Oh, okay. Which episode are they reviewing in this episode? Now, in their what I would call uh, the best episode of theirs this year, yeah, was episode thirty-five. Branch closing is what it's called. Oh yeah, that is. A good um, they had comedian Terrell Norton on. Nice, and, nice. Uh, basically, <laughs> if you know anything about The Office, this is the one where. Uh, well, how do I put this? Uh, there's a downside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Michael Scott is desperate to save the branch, and uh, Dwight is there to help out, and uh, you know everyone's kind of dealing with it differently. Anyway, it's a great episode. We're gonna play a clip of it here. All right. Where they break down. A really funny part of it, and there's a a great story here that's told by Terrell Norton, and that's really all I can say about that. All right, Terrell let's Norton, listen to it. In case you don't know, Terrell Norton is a local comic. I I don't care. <laughs> He's a really good storyteller. Anyway, um, I do care. I do care. You that, don't care. It's it's hard for me to say things like I don't care. I care about everybody, and I these are just people that I've never met. I mean, I've met Helton, but <laughs> well, you know who you're about to meet. Who? Uh. This clip in three, two, <laughs> one. You just fucking snapped. You didn't even clap. You just fucking I thought snapped. thought it would be more on Wow. Time. Okay. All right. Just fucking roll it. 
Well, I just I, I I love that I watched it, you know, on Netflix. Yeah. Because it's like I could just bam, bam, bam. Oh, because yeah. whenever it was on air, I'm sure that week from this episode to the next, where you're oh, like, yeah. oh my god, oh, yeah. they're gonna be in the same room again. Oh my god, like you could tell why this was such a hit was because it did a great job of leaving people wanting more oh, week yeah. after week. After that would have been tortured waiting for this. <laughs> I know, right? Well, and more than once, like when it was on television, a friend of mine would be like, "Do you want to watch this?" And I was like, "Ah." I've already missed so much. Yeah. I'll yep. go ahead. And, I had the uh-huh. same thing. And so, but whenever, even when it was on Netflix and everything, I think what it is is that I'm the guy that if someone tells me, you need to watch this, I then in my head go, well, now I'm going to wait a little bit longer. I don't <laughs> I don't want you to be right if I like this show. <laughs> like, yeah. I want it to be my thing. <laughs> I, want to, I want to discover this myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, and, there's something to that. And if it's, if it's so good that I need to watch it, then I'll still need to watch it next year. Yeah. That means I've got yeah. a good show on the dock. You know, right. like, like ready And to I'm go. actually a little bit glad that I waited as long as I did because yeah. it was like I appreciated it more because mm-hmm. I know just how deep the roots of that show run in like pop culture and mm-hmm. things like that now. Yeah. And so it's like when I was watching it, you know, it kind of hit home a little bit more. Things like, you know, the wedding, uh, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Those really were more mm-hmm. emotional now that, you know, because I knew going into it that this really affected a lot of people. And this is yeah. really, this show is really important yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. And so when I was watching it, it was like, you know, any emotional thing happens at all. I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> It's still incredible how they can do that. Oh, yeah. I will never not Well, say we got that. to the end of season two and, and uh, uh, the beginning of season three when we get uh, Jim making his p- move for Pam and Pam rejecting him. Mm-hmm. And that yep. still grabbed me by the freaking heart. And, and I've seen that episode 20 times. Well, because you know? he nails it. Yeah. He absolutely nails it because it's like you see that, that moment that he's trying to decide how he feels and, mm-hmm. and all that. I'm like, and then her reaction. Well done. Yeah. Like, and her too, oh, the yeah. calling her mom. It's and a, oh, it's, yeah. it's, well, it's I, a really I do honest. love him. You know, or yeah. I think I do, you know, and oh. it's, it's perfectly written and honestly acted. Yeah. I mean, you, you could, uh, just unlike any other sort of, I haven't seen another scene like that in another. I haven't seen a ton of that TV, I guess, but, right. but definitely I haven't seen anything like that. I think even in a big enough pool, that's a that's a rarity to, to nail that so perfectly. Yeah, the f- yeah because like you know it's going to happen. You've seen it before. You've seen it. If you've seen it once, yeah. you've seen it a dozen times, and, and you can still you, watch you, it. And, be like, and you probably <laughs> had a friend. You probably exactly. known somebody who went some, through something like yeah. that. If oh, you yeah. haven't yourself, yeah. like yeah. you, you might have been the one on the other side of that. You, like she called her mom, yeah. but you might have been the one that got mm-hmm. the call of like. Yeah. He just told me this, or mm-hmm. she just told me this. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah. and you just immediately in like friend mode of like, no matter what's going on, like, okay, I gotta deal, I gotta help this guy deal with this talk now. About this, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. then whenever he just like walks in, just yeah. like a boss, yeah. <laughs> just oh yeah, <laughs> nope, this is happening. I, I'm like, going for at it. At least I got this. Yeah. Like, I'm putting on the All hard in. press. Yeah. <laughs> Not it, too hard. Just I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for it. Right. That, and that's what he says. To what he tells Michael later is that you know I I went for it and I got turned down. You know. And yeah, he put it all on the line. But I think that kind of like that made me kind of respect Jim more. Yeah. Because I was like, that is a ballsy move, dude. Like mm-hmm. you have to at least kind of think she's gonna be into it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if not, you're kind well, of a creepy dude. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, yeah, you I, can't I, just I, go I, up to anyone and put a kiss on them. Like right. That. But that you was his. Do that. But that was his last hail mary. Either that yeah. was gonna happen, right. or he was going to Stanford. Yeah. Well, and, and I do. I do. I do kind of respect Pam as well because like she made up her mind that it's not gonna happen. She was loyal. Yeah. And she even was loyal after to that, it was yeah. like no. Yeah. Even though, like, you could tell that was she didn't that kiss was that. like one of the greatest of both their lives. Mm. You can tell, and again, fantastic acting yeah. because oh, you're like that little. It. There's that little moment when 
in part two mm-hmm. when he when he finally he's like you're really gonna marry him and she just nods and, yeah. and then he pulls his hands back and she kind of like holds on just for a little second yeah. mm-hmm. that little hold on's like yep you <laughs> really she, yeah. she's gonna do it but she doesn't want to oh, let go yeah. Yeah. she so wants to not well, but let it's go, like but it's almost can't. a representation of what she's been doing up to that point yeah. true to Jim because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Let's be honest. They knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from the get go. Well, she says it later on to, to Roy. It's like he had feelings for me. I, th- I guess I did too. So mm-hmm. it was there. It was right. there. Well, and you couldn't yeah. have seen them interact the way they were without recognizing that there was feelings. Yeah, there you know? was. It was just like, do you acknowledge and do you act on them? Mm-hmm. I've always wondered the dynamic of like, did like Pam get hired after Jim and then Roy came along and oh, that all happened? She got hired before Jim because there's a story yeah, she tells she, Jim was she about, his my, first day. about his first oh, day. About the like, yogurt. I want you to remember this moment because yeah. I'm about because yeah. it's the moment before I'm gonna introduce you to Dwight. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. Uh, but whenever, there is yo- yeah. yeah that, whenever that, he the, walks up and goes, I don't know how I know this. There's an or no, there's no yeah. reason I should know this, <laughs> yeah. but that yogurt is expired. Yeah, that's when you knew you liked me. <laughs> yep. Can it be a different moment? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I remember there was this girl uh, I was with for a little bit, and it was a similar story because we were talking about the whole when did you like me or whatever. Yeah. And I go, when did you like me? She goes, it was whenever you looked at me and you said, I like you, dumbass. <laughs> That's when I knew I liked you. I was like, I kind of come off like a shithead in that, <laughs> in that story. <laughs> Can we have another one? Can, yeah, we, can we make else? it another moment? Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh you never man. know. <laughs> you know the other uh, guy I like with the Hold on, I'm not stop laughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> gimmick I like was actually what you yeah. just did. I was going to say, the other one I like is when they do the, the laugh into a cry. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's always a very good funny. One. What, I are read your favorite laugh? <laughs> what are your other favorite laugh bits in movies well, and TV? Well, uh, I, like, I like when somebody... Well, let's if we're talking about bits in movies, let's talk about the fact that somebody is uh, uh, talking, talking shit about somebody, and then that person is walks in them. right behind them. And the person's like, yeah, and Jim, Jim's a piece of, he's a piece of a uh, good person. And he turns around and he immediately switches gears mid-sentence. Yeah. Or or when they do it, and because there's like two different ways that it ends. One, they do that, or the mm-hmm. other one is they finish going, and then no one says anything. Is yeah. They're right behind me, are right behind me, aren't, me, aren't they? they? <laughs> <laughs> They're right behind me, aren't or, they? Or they don't even do that. They just go, oh, hi, Jan. And then they're behind him. <laughs> like, they just know. <laughs> Which, actually, I was just watching, uh, I really like this show, Cuckoo. And the it, one with Jonah Hill? No, no, no. Which one? No, that's, uh... Which one, what's that one called? I don't know that one's called, but... What's no, Cuckoo? Cuckoo is a British, like, comedy. And oh, the one, Andy yeah! Andy Sandberg for the first season, and yeah. then, um, what's uh, his name? The guy Taylor Lautner yeah, took Twilight over guy. for the next seasons. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this last season, not as strong as it the show's Of been, course not. But, I mean, Andy Sandberg is... No, no. I mean, after Andy Samberg, he had there was like three, two or three solid seasons. Really? Yeah, with Taylor Lautner, solid. Okay. But this most recent one, which I think was five, not good. Is it not about a good. teacher? Well, the story didn't go anywhere. No, no, no. Essentially, it's about this family. It's a British oh, family. Oh, okay. And the the dad's a lawyer, and mm-hmm. and he's like, what what's his name? He's really popular. Actor, he, right? I've I've seen him on a bunch of things. He did he did. Uh, 
I see him like all the time on like the big fat oh. of the year and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he does a ton of like uh British television and, and What movies. is his name? Uh Greg Davies. Greg Davies, that's yeah. right. That's oh, and right. he's he hosts that like show where they like do stunts and what the the master or something like that where he has people like do things for him. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, he was in the Inbetweeners movie. What? The Inbetweeners too? Uh, is he one of the in-betweeners? No, no. Are you talking... He was in a Doctor Who episode. I'm talking about Man Down. Man Down. Which is where he's like a, a teacher, right? Yeah, looks like it. Yeah, he's a teacher. He's a childish idiot trapped in an adult's life. Yeah. But he's a teacher for sure. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. I didn't. I don't know much about his career, but he's really funny in the show. Mm-hmm. He's really funny. Uh, but he had a scene like that in this season. Yeah. Where he was like, he like has a rivalry with this other lawyer and, and he's right. talking shit about her and she's just right there. <laughs> <laughs> and does he, does he do, does he do? I think he does the, she's, she's right, right behind, behind me, isn't she? She's right behind me, isn't she? Yeah. Did you try to my do a British thing, accent just Yeah, then? that's how he talks. So anyway, my other, there's a lot of really funny character actors in that too. That yeah. Are like British character actors. And one of them is the, the shorter guy and he's married to this woman and her name is Connie. And, mm. and I always have it stuck in my head. And I'm Connie like, Britton. I'm like, Connie! Connie! Because <laughs> that's how they say it, and it's my favorite thing to do. Connie. Anyway, watch Cuckoo. All right. Don't need to watch season five. Because Plug in Cuckoo here on the <laughs> best of 2018. <laughs> Here's a clip from Landry's favorite show of the year, Cuckoo. Don't watch the fifth season. It is shit. Right. Anyway, speaking of shit. <laughs> well, that's not a good thing. Speaking of shit. I'm interested. Say more words now. <laughs> so uh, one of our best podcasts on the network, out of all of them, one of the best, one of the best of all of them, would one probably of the, be... The, uh, there's also a, sh- a piece of shit? Is that... It's, what... also the, it's also the longest running on our network. Oh, too. really? Yeah. They have the most episodes. So n- they might not be the longest running... It might just be that they have released so well, many think, episodes at a time, like machine, like a machine gun. I think they're the longest running. Oh, well, two. Agree well. to disagree. You, what does that mean? Agree. I think number, to disagree. I, I think a, a Landry like that. Landry, agree to disagree. All right, fine. I'll, I'll disagree to agree. Here's the thing. What? What the fuck did you just oh, say? I to didn't me? say anything. I'm Excuse me. About, I'll Heimlich you again. Listen. Here's the good news. Yes. Is everyone has opinions. Yes. And opinions. Are like a holes, assholes, not a holes, assholes, a hyphen holes, and in fact, opinions like a holes too. Where are you going with this? <laughs> Let me see if I can somehow segue that <laughs> sentence into the next show I'm talking about. Let's see, opinions like a holes, opinions like a holes. You know, speaking of opinions like a-holes, we actually have a show on our network called... Um, Styling and Profiling Styling and Profiling Cam and with Sam. Cam and Sam. <laughs> Which is hosted by, <laughs> well, Cameron Porter. I think he likes Cam Porter. Cam, Cameron Poe. Capo. Capo. That's and, what we call him. And Michael Zampino. Michael Zampino. Doesn't Michael Zampino have a different podcast, too? I don't know, but we're talking about we're talking about Silent and Profiling. Silent and Profiling and, with and Cam actually, and Sam. And by the way, I misled you. Silent and Profiling is not the longest running show on the network. It's not. No. No, but I will tell you this. Um, so their most popular episode. So what the, if you guys you don't know what the show is? Basically, yeah. a Kamazam, uh take they they watch the pay per views of wrestling events. Yes, I'm a big fan. Are you? Yes. 
Okay, anyway, they, they go episode by episode, and they, they break it down from beginning to end. They talk about the fights, who's the best, really awesome events, these crazy, idiotic stunts they pull. Excuse me. Huh. Uh, are you saying that wrestling is stupid? What? I'm just saying, they're watching stuff from the 80s right now, so of course ah, it's all it's all The garbage. 80s. Gorbachev, Ronald Reagan, Rocky IV, baby. We didn't start the fire. We did not. Was that in the 80s? Was that an 80s well, Part of it's in the 80s. Is it? Right? It Is goes it? 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, right? Was We Didn't Start the Fire released in the 90s? Yeah. Good Lord. Right? I thought that was a song from hold the on. 70s. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I honestly thought that was a song from the 50s that was... The 50s? That was... Like Nostradamus, like like predicting the future, and just did a really fucking good job of it. Hold on, hold on. I'm very confused by this. He went through the 80s. The, the song was released in 89. 89. Same year as Batman. Here, here's what he listed from the 80s. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of... <laughs> hold on. Sorry, what? Okay. Sorry, what? So this doesn't wrap it. So the song is, in case people don't know... <laughs> It's a list. It's one of those list it's a, songs. It's, a list song. it's one and of those it, listicles. It lists, it lists like a hundred events from 1949 to, well, I guess 89. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> He mentions Wheel of Fortune, though? When does he mention Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's get down to the lyrics here. Alrighty, alrighty. Let's go through. Yeah, it. okay, so Richard Rosen... Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Marilyn Monroe. Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon, Marilyn Monroe. There you go. Wheel of Fortune, Sally Ride, Heavy Metal, Suicide, Foreign Debts, Homeless Vets, AIDS, Crack, Bernie Gets, Hypodermics on the Shores, China's Under Martial Law, Rock and Roller Cola Wars. I can't take it anymore. anymore. We didn't start the fire. Yeah, that was the 80s. Sorry, I thought we were going to continue singing. No, that was the 80s. Rock and Roller Cola Wars. Rock and Roller Cola Wars. That's the name of my band. Yeah, but he starts out the 80s with Billy. Who wrote this song? Who wrote this song? Billy Joel? Billy Joel? He stole my band name. (laughs) Billy Joel must have heard me. In that Starbucks, yeah, was... talking to my good friend, Jack Allen, about our band, Rock and Roller Cola Wars. God damn it, Billy Joel. I guess Billy Joel did write it. Anyway, um... Yeah, <coughs> so, styling and profiling with Cam and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're watching... Uh, the best episode they did this year was uh, one of the best. It was the best. Episode 24, Halloween Havoc, 1989, Settling the Square is what it's called. Fantastic. And this year, in that episode, they're... Reviewing the Halloween Havoc 1989 pay-per-view. All right. So basically they talk about like like how shitty the graphics were yes. in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> to like apparently there is they spend a good portion talking about these angry fans in Hawaiian shirts. And I think oh. that's what we want to talk about. Right. Yes. I think that's the clip we want to listen to. <coughs> so that's what we're going to let you listen to while we also look up more lyrics to We Didn't Start the Fire. All how right. does that sound? Sounds good. Let's play it. Wait, three? No, I hate two, this Two, one. You didn't? <laughs> yeah, you didn't What the it. fuck? You didn't do it. Roll it. All right. It was awesome. All right, let's, let's get into the first get in match. It. First match is... Uh, Mike Rotunda. Mike Rotunda versus 
Z-Man. Look, as someone whose last name starts with Z, let me just say, fuck this guy. Yeah. The Z-Man. Z- that is what some asshole nicknames himself. Right. And then people hear him introduce himself as that and then run away. Well, at one point in the match, our announcers, JR and Bob Cottle, I think it's Bob Cottle says, uh, the Z-Man out here, the ladies call him that, or, or he says something like, you know, nicknamed the Z-Man by all the ladies in our yeah, organization. Yeah. Like, it's like, no, he's fucking not. Nah, he gave himself that yeah. name. Yeah. Because his last name is Zink. Yeah. Tom, Tom Zink. Zink. The F- Z-Man. Tom Zink. Uh, Zampino here. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. If my name, if I was like wanting to choose like a cool Z-Name, I'd at least choose like Z-Pack. Because that's that fucking antibiotic. Yeah. Like, that's cool. It gets you Z-pack. better. Yeah. yeah. It can fight off illness. Yeah. That's tough. Especially like going into the 90s where you got Tupac and shit. Yeah. Z-Pack. That'd be fucking awesome. That's right. Get it together, Zink. <laughs> yeah, uh, my first note on this was this match is boring as fuck. Super fucking boring. Um, however, did you notice Cleveland Indians kid in the front row? I Cleveland Indians kid. Is he Indians the dude that was kid, clapping like crazy? He was so... I wish I've ever been as excited about anything as that kid was about If it's the same guy, I'm thinking... Of this there's, show. There's one point later on when Dr. It's Death is in the guy, ring. It's not a guy. It's a kid. Right. But there's one okay. point later on where Dr. Death is in the ring and he's doing his like running in place thing and it cuts to the crowd and that kid is doing the doing exact a, same in thing. In the chair. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got glasses. Yes. Yeah. He's same wearing, guy. Okay. He's wearing cleat. Stop saying that guy. It makes it sound like you're, <laughs> you're referring to an adult. Look, to me, he looked like he was at least in his 20s. No, that was no. a ch- that was a child. I don't know, man. That Hold was, on. Hold that on. was a child. We're doing some fact checking here. <laughs> <laughs> but he's I love it cuz he's got on a Cleveland Indians jersey and hat and he is just I've never I don't know that I've ever been in as into anything any, as he any is team or to anything. every second of this, dude. He like from start to finish he is so fucking pumped about everything that yeah. is happening. He's very into I, it. Love it. This grown man is very into it. <laughs> this Hold on. grown man. It I'm is trying to find it. It is a child. I don't think so, man. If I it's a you're... grown man, he that yeah that That's is a, that is a grown man. That is not a grown that man. is a grown ass man. That dude is at least twenty. Oh my gosh! No way. Yes, look at him. Look how tall he's sitting next to a child. He's si- there's a little child next to him. That, look yeah, at that's the a size s- difference. I think okay that maybe he's like fourteen. Uh he's at least eighteen. He drove himself <laughs> in. He drove himself to the arena. I think he came there in a bus with those kids next to him. Hold on, I gotta get a closer shot. <laughs> okay, so he's somewhere between twelve and twenty six years old. Let's just agree on. Let's that. just say that if he's twenty six, he there's a reason he's with those other children, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> He's special needs. Yes. Yeah. You don't need to spell it out. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> Genuinely just kind of came out. Yeah, that's no, fine. Uh, All right. <laughs> either way, I fucking love him. Yeah. Oh, he is into it. Uh, so much. Uh, so much so that like it would at times get me excited. Yeah. Because it would cut to him, and he would just be like on the edge of his seat getting all pumped, and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Speaking of audience members, though, we don't see it. Actually, until I think the third match, but there's one dude. I don't know. Like, I'm sure that you know it's Halloween havoc. I'm sure they the hyped one it up guy who Halloween. came in. Like, there's costume. one guy in like white and like corpse paint. He's dressed like the Grim Reaper. Yeah, he's got on like the hood and, and he's he has an the, axe. Yeah, the plastic. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Uh, well, it's supposed to be a scythe, but he just had a, a battle axe. Oh, that's right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Like yeah. a plastic battle axe. Yeah. 
But he looks he's got like, like skull paint. But he's got a thick ass mustache. Thick ass mustache, and he's wearing like a hat. It's almost under the robe. It's almost like if a mix between, uh, like a character from King of the Hill and <laughs> Ned Flanders yes. decided to dress <laughs> yeah. as the Grim Reaper. Yes. And then he would occasionally jump up and like very timidly yell some shit out and get right back into his yeah. seat. Did you I, notice I, that? Yeah, because I guarantee he like got up and was into it. But then he's like, "I'm the only one dressed up. He, this is not Halloween." <laughs> yeah, that was the equivalent of uh, of <laughs> that was his version of Pam dressing up at corporate. Which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't, can't take her hat off because then she's Hitler. then she's Hitler. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that guy was great. They, the There's whole... a couple great fan moments. There's another one that I'm not going to mention until it's okay. in the match because okay. it's just so funny. There's a whole like the whole Halloween aspect of this pissed me off because they very half assed. They really the shoehorned in. Well, Halloween they shoehorned stuff. in that it's Halloween havoc, but it was all half assed. Yeah, and even the wrestlers. Like, Sting could have done, like, a cool, like, jack-o'-lantern face paint, but it's not. It's just, like, rainbow colors. Yeah. It Even was, the Road Warriors I'm, good, I'm not going to lie, though. It was satisfyingly bright. It looked, I found those I, I colors it. very that satisfying. That mixed with, like, the rainbow scorpion on his tights, it was a good mix. It looked cool. I was like, I, we need to bring back Neon. <laughs> right? We don't. But, <laughs> but he in, stood that out mo- that in that moment, I was cage. like, now I remember why, as a child, I was so drawn to yeah. it. Because it's flashy. It's, it's the it, same yeah. as like fucking kids watching Teletubbies. It's Absolutely. the colors. Yeah, it's it bright colors. Yeah. We're dumb. <laughs> Get sucked in. I'm like, I love Sting. He's yeah. a good wrestler. No, he's just got bright face paint. <laughs> uh, back to this match, though. Uh, this garbage match. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, nothing this was spectacular the first time, happens. This was the first time I noticed how super fucking curly Mike Rotunda's hair is. Yeah, he's like, got a very like tight, white boy tight, 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 tight yeah. curls. Yeah. I don't know if it's chemically like that or is natural. Hair. I think it, that looks natural to me. Yeah. To me, it looks natural, um, which to me just it's as a person with very thin hair. I'm like, that looks like it would be a nightmare to run yeah. a comb through. Dude, my hair is like wavy. It's not curly, but it's wavy. And even I get so many tangles in it. I oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking and his hair. isn't even that long. And I'm still like, that must be <laughs> sh- shitty. Imagine how much shampoo you'd have to like scrub in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just switched to a new shampoo. I really like it. What are you using? It's a sulfate-free shampoo. Oh, it's, a, yeah, it's really nice. Cruelty-free, wasn't it? Welcome back to right? Shampoo Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just switched to a new one, too. Nice. Studebaker Television, I want to go to the bathroom with my friend. I'm going to the beach, going up and eat a leech, going to suck a dick, eat my asshole. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Well, that's not quite right. What? Huh? Well, I think the second part is, no, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. I think that's the thing. It doesn't matter. The point is, we're back. We're back, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha! That's like the laugh at the beginning of, uh, what's the, the surf music? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, Hawaii Five O. No, no, no. The the um, wipeout. Uh, wipeout. <laughs> 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 um, you know, the last episode was a Halloween episode. Really? Yeah. It was. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. <laughs> yes, I listened to it. <laughs> and you know what's weird? It was they actually have a horror show on our network. What is it called? 
Are you asking me? Yeah. What's it called? I've never heard of this. The Happy Horror Coffee Break. Oh, I have heard of this. Yeah, you have. I heard have of heard of this. The horror is in the name, Quinn. How'd you yeah, not know? I'm. I'm sorry. Anyway, their best episode <clears throat> as a year. <clears throat> sorry, do you need to say something? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Was also. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Do you want to say something? No, I'm good. Okay. Was also. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, what? Huh? Is also what? a Halloween episode. Really? Yeah. I think they came out the same week, I would hope, for it being Halloween. But, you know what's crazy? What? Well, do you know anything about this show? Assume that I don't. <laughs> Does that mean you don't? Not necessarily. It's okay, you can admit it. I don't. I've never listened to it. Wow. I, I didn't oh even, my god, I did, you I can't did, say that. I didn't even know this show was out. Oh my god. How many episodes? Uh, well, it's in season three. What the fuck? Season three, 13 episodes. Wow. We're in season three right now. Good for you, happy horror coffee time break. Hmm? What? Happy horror coffee break. Oh, are we taking a break? No. Are we taking a break? <laughs> Hold on. Okay. The thing is, uh, anyway, we're going to season three. The Halloween episode. Sounds great. It's the second annual Halloween Spick Spack Spook Funtacular. Spick Spack Spook Funtacular! Way! <laughs> it's hosted by Brandon McSpadden. Fantastic. McFadden. What? Brandon McFadden. Are we taking a McFadden? <laughs> We're taking a McFadden. Brandon McFadden. A break? And. <laughs> breaking. Breaking back. We're going to take, break take a break after this. Oh, okay, sounds good. Okay. And anyway, it's the second annual uh, Halloween Spectacular. And uh, in this episode, they're reenacting. The 1938 Mercury Theater production of Dracula, oh, read originally by your friend Orson, Orson Welles. Wells. Yeah, no pumpkins. El Chain. What? What did, <laughs> what what did you just say? That's what it says here. What? El Chain. La Shame. La Chaim. I think it's La Chaim. <laughs> I think it is La I think it's La Chaim. I think it is La Good Lord. <laughs> you don't know La Chaim? <laughs> Which is interesting I'm for sorry. my particular. Lachaim. But it's spelled Lachaim. That's how I think that's how it's spelled. I think it's a it's spelled in Hebrew though. You got me there. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna listen to a clip from uh the reenactment of nineteen thirty eight Theater of the <laughs> Lachaim. You I'm should be ashamed of yourself. Here's the thing You I should be <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Second annual Halloween Spicks Back Spooktacular. Uh, we're going to listen to that now. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. <coughs> go. Go. I really thought we were going to have that. I, I wasn't going to clap this time because you don't like clapping. I hate clapping. And then you coughed. And I thought we were just going to say words. But it would have been funnier if we had both you know, coughed and said, excuse me. Because I did that earlier. And that would be like a callback. Sort Call of. Back. What? Call back? Sorry, is there someone in here? I just hear this kind of weird echo. Like there's somebody... Call back? There's a very hoarse voice. Like a... Like a... Almost like a puberty-ish voice. <laughs> there's a horse? Yeah, it's a horse. We Beans? have a horse in here. Beans. That's an old... That's an old thing. <laughs> Alright, listen to this clip. June the 30th. These may be the last words I ever write in this diary. Oh, 
God preserve my sanity. I've never seen Count Dracula by day. At sunrise, the first cock crow, he is gone. I, I don't understand these things. I only know that the wolves are baying and that he's a man with hair on the palms of his hands, with sharp teeth and no blood in his face. He casts no shadow. He cannot be seen in a glass. And he moves like a bat across the sheer face of the castle walls. He eats no food and is mortally afraid of the crucifix. As I write this, I hear in the courtyard the rolling of heavy wheels and cracking of whips. And there is in the passageway below a pound of heavy boxes being set down. Boxes shaped like coffins. And I know what they hold. The boxes are filled with holy earth from the chapel beneath the castle. It is the last box being nailed down. And now I hear the heavy feet tramping again. Doors shut and the chains rattle. In the courtyard and down the rocky way, the roll of heavy wheels, the cracks of whips. Help! 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 The wagons have gone. I'm alone in the castle. I'm alone in the castle. I'm alone in the castle. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Seward. Mr. Hawker's journal terminates at this point. I now present in evidence a clipping dated August of the year from the Yorkshire Telegraph from our correspondent in Whitby. One of the greatest and sudden of storms on record was experienced here today. The weather's been somewhat sultry. But Saturday evening was fine. The band was playing. The piers were crowded with holidaymakers. The wind fell away entirely during the evening, and there was a dead calm. There were but few lights at the sea. The only sail noticeable was a foreign schooner under full canvas that was seemingly going westward. A little after midnight came a strange sound from over the sea, and high overhead the air began to carry a strange faint hollow booming. Then without warning, the tempest broke, and there with all sails set was the foreign schooner rushing with terrific speed towards the shore. The searchlight was turned on her, and there lashed to the helm was a corpse with drooping head which swayed horribly to and fro at each motion of the ship. A moment later she crashed, and then a strange thing was seen. At the very instant she touched, a huge dog sprang up on deck from below, and running forward, jumped from the bow onto the sand, making straight up the east cliff toward the graveyard, vanished into the night. The coast guard, going abroad at dawn, found the dead man fastened to the spoke of the wheel. Tightly clutched in one hand was a crucifix. The man must have been dead for quite two days. In the pocket of the dead man's coat was found a bottle carefully corked, containing a roll of paper. This proved to be an addendum to the ship's log. There was found on board only a small amount of cargo, and that of a most unusual nature. Apparently, the ship carried nothing but earth, common earth, packed away in wooden boxes shaped much like coffins. <laughs> log of the Demeter. Russian flag. Black Sea to Whitby. July 6th. Finished taking in cargo. A queer cargo. Boxes of earth. At noon set sail. East wind fresh. Crew four hands. Two mates. 
Cook and myself, Captain. July 11th, entered Bosporus. At dark, passed through Dardanelles. Made reported in morning that one of crew, Vierden, was missing. Took larboard watch eight bells last night. He was relieved by Talisinian, who never came to his bunk. There's something aboard the ship. <laughs> no, don't laugh, Captain. In the rain last night. Oh? A tall, thin man. Go up the companionway and along the deck forward and disappear. When I go to the bow, no one and the hatchways were all closed. July 2nd. Rough weather last three days. All hands busy with sails. No time to be frightened. Pass Gibraltar on the out through straits. All well. July 24th. Last night, another hand was lost. Disappeared. Like to listen. He came off his watch at midnight. And we never saw him again. You want double watch now? I don't take watch alone no more. Nor will I. No more. Double watch. July 29th. Had single watch tonight as crew too tired to double. When morning come... Hey. Hey, blow. Balakai. Balakai. Hey, Balakai. Blow. Balakai, come. Balakai's gone like the others. Like all the others. The mate and I have agreed to go armed henceforth. July 30th. Last night, we're nearing England. Weather fine. All sails set. Captain! Captain! The men on watch are missing! More missing! Now, only self and mate. And one hand left to work ship. August 3rd. Two days of fog. And not a sail sighted. At midnight, I went to relieve the man at wheel. And when I got to it, I found no one there. It's here. I know it now. I saw it like a man, tall and thin and ghastly pale. It was in the bows looking out. I gave it the knife, but the knife went right through it. Empty as the air. What? What is it? What are you talking about? It's here, and I'll find it. It's in the hold, in one of those boxes of earth. I'll unscrew them one by one and see, and see. He is mad, stock raving mad. It's no use to me trying to stop him. He can't hurt those big boxes. They're in voice this common earth. He's, he's there, down, down in the hold. I know the secret now. The sea will save me from him. That's all that's left. That's all that's left. August 4th. I'm all alone in my ship, and still the fog. I dared not go below. I dared not leave the helm. So here all night I stayed. And in the dimness of the night I saw it. I saw him. God forgive me. But the mate was right to jump overboard. It was better to die like a sailor in the blue water. But I am captain and I must not leave my ship. I shall tie my hands to the wheel. When my strength begins to fail and along with them, I shall tie that which I dare not touch. My crucifix. I am growing weaker. And the night is coming on. God and the Blessed Virgin help a poor, ignorant soul trying to do his duty. Ah! Ah! Ooh, spooky! Ooh. Oh, God, I am spookied. I'm spooked. <laughs> it was like LaShame was really oh, in, the, in the studio. I'm LaShamed of how spookied I am. <laughs> Guys, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And, uh, you know, we gotta make we got to make that dough. Gotta make that money, baby. No, I, literally, we gotta make dough. 
We have a party coming up. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't prepare at all. I got no yeast. And then we have three more best ofs to share with your sweet little ears. Three more. Three more. Three more. Three more. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm like... I might be... Shrimp. That was a... That was... That was a shrimp puff, actually. It was a shrimp puff. Shrimp cream puff. Shrimp cream. All right, folks. We'll be cream right back. Cream pie shrimp. We'll be right back in just a second. Well, the best of 2018, baby. Hey, sweet babies. Got a good deal for you. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial of Audible just by listening to Opinions Like A-Holes. Our show... Super easy, you guys. All you got to do is go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash opinions and sign up now. It's real easy. It's fun. They've got tons of books to choose from, like 180,000. I mean, we've been saying 180,000 for a year. It's got to be more. But you know what I'm saying? They've got a lot to choose from. Go do it now. www.audibletrial.com forward slash opinions. And we're back. Quinn Blakely, your host, with my co-host for the evening, Landry Miller. Welcome back to... He wrote for Alan. <laughs> he wrote for BoJack Horseman. He did a walk-on for Fallon. It's Landry Miller. <laughs> You're really diving into my IMDb here. Oh, yeah. Um, I was looking at it the other night. Yeah. How's Conan? <laughs> He's good. See? Is he? Good friends. I heard that his show's getting canceled or something like that. Canceled? Or kicked off. Cut down. In his prime. <laughs> you know, he's really in his prime. What is he's he really, doing? He's the, the he's an Adonis. He has the body of an Adonis. Of an Adonis? Yeah. Or of Adonis? Who? Who? I don't know. Anyway, welcome back to CHF and a half. Yeah! Radio. Channel f- <laughs> CHF and a half. <laughs> We're like CH. Hey oh, hey guys! Uh, we're back to the 2018 best of Channel Four and a Half podcast episodes, and boy howdy, boy are my arms tired! <laughs> they really are. You've been holding up I've, the I've table. Been, I've been holding up two two jo- like bocce balls this whole time, just at arm's length, bocce just ball. holding them up. Bocce ball. I, I'm just trying to make a sacrifice to the gods, but they don't want my bocce balls. Bocce ball. Bocce ball. Bocce ball. Anyway, let's get back to this. Uh, you know, I actually Is anyone have... ever going to listen to this? No. You know, I okay. actually have my own podcast. On that you do? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, Channel 4 and a Half. Channel 4 and a Half? Presents. Presents? <laughs> podcast Podcast Archive. No, no, no. Uh, you know, we did release one episode We of did that. release one episode. You think that's a best of? That's a best of. It is the best <laughs> one of the year. It is the best one of the year. It involved, Podcast archives. It involved a lot of hot dogs. And I was on it! <laughs> I was on that one! It involved time travel and hot dogs. So I don't time know traveling museum hot dog backpacks. Oh, yes. There was a backpack museum. <laughs> and there was also... Hot dog uh, backpack. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hot dog, dog backpack. <laughs> that's all that we... Uh, that's the highlight of the episode. <laughs> That's the highlight of that episode right there. We sang a song <laughs> called Hot Dog Backpack. But that was you, me, and Mackenzie Bryan. Yeah. So there's your bonus best of for the year. 
Go and down. let's play a little clip of that now. Now, see, that was just like a lot of silence. There was no clip in there. That no, was just that silence. Was just silence. Is there no clip? No, we have no clip. There's no clip. Oh, damn it. Well, all right. Anyway, anyway, uh, we have uh, Talk Show Incorporated. Talk Show Incorporated. I'm on that one, too. Which used to be the Laundry Room Show. But in 2018, officially became Talk Show Talk Incorporated. Because it's coupled with a live show that's also called Talk right. Show. We also do a live show at the Nightingale Theater. Yep. It's a pretty good one. The legendary Nightingale Theater. That's right. Yep. Um, anyway, and we have some dates coming up in next year. We'll, yeah. you know, follow and us. There's, follow us. And there's water. Like and subscribe. Um, By the way, Jack Allen wanted me to share something with you on air. Uh, he did a show at the Nightingale. Yeah. Just much like we have. Yeah. And he, much like us, uh, started advertising the show a week before it happened. Yeah. And uh, he sold out. He had a full house. Yeah. Well, you know what? If I, I don't... moved states for a year and then came back, I think we would also do all right. I, I don't think so. I think Jack Allen is just so connected somehow in the community <laughs> yeah. that he gets people to come to his shows. Well, people don't like me. I don't know if you figured that out. I have figured that out. Yeah. I have had people come up to me and be like, hey, are you? I hear you're doing a live show. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, it's uh, me and Landry Mill. And before I can even finish your name, they start vomiting. (laughs) And they say, sorry, sorry, that was involuntary. I didn't even really hear the whole name. What is the... It's, it's, it's probably not who I'm thinking of. Who is it? And I say, it's Landry Miller. And then they continue to vomit. Right, then they vomit. They're like, it was who I thought it was. (laughs) Good, I'm glad they know me. They know you. Hey, as long as they're talking about you. Uh, any pre- all press is good press. No press is bad press. No press is bad press. That's right. Hey, you know, speaking of no press, bad press, uh, our best of episode this year. Yeah. Ooh, it was hard to whittle it down, I tell you. There were Boy, a, oh, a dozen, precisely recorded. a dozen episodes. This year. Yeah. Uh, we got started late in the year on getting new episodes yep. out. Yep. Um, we took a hiatus during the summer to yeah. regroup and mm-hmm. uh, do some work. And that you took a hiatus to go in, to L.A. Yeah, I left. <laughs> and that you just left a note on our doorstep saying, Hey Good guys, luck. I'm gone, baby. I might never come back. Ran to the West Coast. You see, ran. You just, see you you just suckers ran. suckers later. You were running like Forrest Gump all the way to California. I gumped it all the way over there. Yep, you gumped it up. Gumped you really pulled a gump there. Gump it up, baby. Gump it up, baby. Oh, anyway. Our best of episode, though, I think if we really look at it and we run all the numbers, we crunch all the numbers, would be our episode number 39. No, wait. Hold up. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, 39. Really? I'm sure it's not 69, 420? Hey! Hey! 39 with Ryan Jones. Is that the one that's called Ryan Jones Town? That's right. Which is funny because I was going to call it that anyway. And then it actually came up. The then the topic of Jonestown came yeah, up. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. That's strange. Um, now, in this episode, we talked uh, a lot about... Well, well. at one point he taught me the English language. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know English. Uh, he also uh, told a story about when he was robbed in Guatemala. Yeah. Uh, at gunpoint, which was the best. Classic. And then, uh, and then, well, something else happened. I don't remember what it was. Um, well, goddamn, I don't remember. Something happened. He talked about his dominatrix girlfriend. 
That's not what I was thinking of, but that is in there, yeah. Didn't a prospector show up? Oh, yeah, that's a right. A prospector yeah, yeah, showed right. up. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, yeah. who is that pro- Who played the character of the prospector? Well, he's not a character. He's a real person. It's a real person. Oh. I thought he was a character. Nope. I listened to that episode. I was like, that's not a real person, clearly. Nope, that's a real person. Oh, wow. Prospector. Been in multiple episodes. For the Wait, year. is it the prospector whose name is a strange name who I can't remember? Yeah. Jiminy Sniggett. Uh, it's it's Jim, Jim, Jiminy, Jiminy Cogsner, Cogsner is his name. Jiminy Cogsner. That's right. Uh, Jiminy Cogsner, the prospect was dropped on by. Yeah. Uh, don't really remember uh, what he usual, had to share. But... He, well, he comes by, wherever you are, for some reason, to dig for gold, silver, or in this case, I think he was digging for uh, Thetans? Because uh, <laughs> yeah. he's a Scientologist. He's a Scientologist. He a Scientologist. Yeah. He's looking for a deposit of Thetans under the ground. Which is not how Thetans work. I don't know, maybe. Anyway, let's listen to the Prospector's song, oh, yeah. baby. His cover of That's Amore. <laughs> and three, a two. A two. Oh, what? <laughs> Sorry, I did the Tim Allen noise there. I started to and choke. Not well. I started to choke and then it turned into the Tim Allen noise. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Nine Allen. Nine Allen. Eight Allen. Seven, Seven Allen. Six, Six Allen. Allen. G.G. Allen. G.G. Allen. All right, here's a stupid clip. Good game, Allen. About it. But I did, uh, after I went, after I spent a year in Peru, I came back, did some comedy, and then I moved to Guatemala. And there I encountered a few guns. Ah, the guns, yeah. It's a little more violent Get there. all guns. I was there one month, and I was robbed twice at gunpoint. Jesus Christ! What'd they steal? You only uh, have three the, suitcases. The first time, they uh, stole everything. I mean, like, my shoes, my watch, like, my phone, Why didn't everything. they just shoot you? Um, I mean, I'm glad Because I didn't. gave them my just, stuff. Oh, okay. I suppose that was the I'm just saying, if I went around of it. armed robbering people, I would just probably shoot them at the end. Maybe. I don't want him to know, like, I don't want him to be able to, like, be like, oh, yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, I don't think they were worried about that. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. They had a really efficient system, actually. Uh, yeah, there were, it was two Hot guys girls? on a motorcycle. Oh. And one guy pulls up. The other guy pulls out a gun. And then the other guy gets off the motorcycle, collects all the stuff, gets back on the motorcycle, drives off. Takes, it's actually not Does bad. not take long. It's... <laughs> So people just know this is happening if a guy in a motorcycle rides up, or two guys in a motorcycle? It, yeah, it happens in broad daylight, it happens at night, it happens all the time. That's exciting. Or at mean, least that, uh, in a good way. six years ago. I don't know the state of things now. Probably much more. I don't know. Well, let's find out. Oh, you know someone? <laughs> uh, I know someone that can look up crime statistics. Oh, Doesn't right. even have to talk. Um, we'll just get our research department on that. I want to see uh, crime rates in Guatemala. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, Antigua, let's see. Guatemala. Oh my God! Okay, yeah, let's figure that out. Uh, you get? Does your internet work? Okay, good. All right, let's figure this out. Uh, until then, okay. So you traveled around South America. Um, that's it. Yeah, mainly. Wait, uh, Tulsa, Portland, and then South America. Well, I was in Abilene for my Bible degree oh, yeah. years, and Where's that's when that I first started traveling as a missionary. I'm doing air quotes, missionary. Yeah. Um, uh, the rates of crime in Guatemala are very high. An average of 101 murders per week were reported in 2016. Oh, my God. You think that was probably more than when you were there? 
I wasn't counting the murders. <laughs> but but I armed robbery probably is up. A large amount of the teachers did get robbed. Uh, <laughs> in, the, in the 90s, Guatemala had four cities, uh, blah, blah, blah. What am I reading? Oh, this is the murders? Oh, I don't care about any of that. Not that it's... Ooh, corruption. Impersonation of police officers. There are reports that people, especially tourists, are victimized by criminals who are dressed in police uniforms who commit theft, extortion, or sexual assaults. Is that ever happened to you? Uh, no, you I, never, get I never had to deal with uh, any corrupt policemen. <clears throat> Damn. That would have been good radio. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> uh, at least outside of the United States. Hey, all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm white. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, right. It is sad. Uh, so, Ryan, tell me. H- hello? H- hello? Hello? H- Landry, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, you know me? Yeah, d- don't you remember me? No. It's me, the old prospector from several episodes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, right yeah, yes. Yeah. It's yeah, been you- a year. It has been, it's has been a it year? Has it been a year? It's been a long time since we've seen each other. I guess it's been a while. Since when are you doing your podcast here at the Looney Bin? Why are you just walking into the Looney Bin? I'm here to dig. <laughs> I'm here to dig. I'm an old prospector. Don't you remember? I love digging under buildings and looking for precious metals. That's right. I forgot about that. Who's this fine gentleman who looks like he owns a, a, a general store in the Old West? <laughs> oh, that's Ryan Jones. Oh, hello there. I'd like a big sack of flour and three donkeys. Wait, uh, hold on. Yes? First of all, did what? General Stores sell donkeys? <laughs> Mine does. Oh, okay. The one in my hometown does. What's your hometown? Somewhere in Wyoming. I can't remember. Okay, I think on the last episode we established that I'm over 170 years old. Did we do that? For those of you who are keeping track at home, folks, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> taking keep that continuity. I've taken over your podcast now. Yeah. What are you doing here? Just doing a podcast. Oh, can I sit in? I guess. All right. Oh, hey, hey, everybody. How you doing? <clears throat> Hello there, sir. Hello. Hello. So normally we do when a guest comes in, because I guess that's what you well, are now. Yeah. Right, we were expecting someone else. Who were you expecting? Josh. Groban? Josh Groban. <laughs> Josh Groban? He was supposed to swing by, yeah. Oh, man. He's supposed to come sing a, sing us a, a sweet ditty. Well, I can sing you a no, sweet ditty. I, can... <laughs> I forgot that you could also sing. <laughs> yeah, we we established on a previous episode... That I, I do, in fact, record albums of <laughs> prospecting music. That is true. I forgot. <laughs> and I'll sing a little ditty yeah. for you now. What style of songs do you sing? Oh, I, I sing, I do my, my cover of uh, That's Amore. My prospecting what? cover of That's Amore. You do that? Yes, I do. Well, uh, okay, we'll play your, your backing track music then. Let's do it. Here we go. Let's get that pulled up. Maybe? Maybe, baby? Oh, it takes it. Yeah, I don't come in for a little while. I, I, I don't come in for a while. <laughs> okay. They do this intro bit. There we go. 
When the moon hits your eye like a giant gold nugget, that's gold. <laughs> that's gold. When the world seems to shine like a silvery dime, that's silver. Yeah. Bells will ring, ring-a-ling-a-ling, ring-a-ling-a-ling, and you'll say, oh, that's gold and silver. Gold and silver. Hearts will play, chippy-chippy-chay, chippy-chippy-chay, like a big pot of gold. That's it. That, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's all the words that I wrote for it. See, I like to think of myself like the weird Al Yankovic of the West. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my other favorite gimmick with that is? What? Just going from crying to laughing. When would that ever that's, happen? When is that Because that's what that's what villains do. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Heroes laugh to cry. Villains, villains cry, cry to, laugh. to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cry to laugh. They do the whole like. <laughs> I think the trick to laughing like a villain is laughing backwards. I feel like we should be drinking while we're doing this. Right? We yeah. need some like booze, sherry. Yeah. Ooh, pretentious fuck. <laughs> anyway, hey, you wanna you wanna wrap this up now? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Who cares about the other shows? What what other shows are there? Ah, I don't know. Hey, you know, fine. We'll we'll wrap those up. But uh, after these next two, so okay, the next one. This is kind of our breakout star twenty eighteen. Oh breakout yeah, podcast. This one really got his feet under yep. it and really took off. Everyone loves Amen. Quickly, <laughs> back to it, baby. Full circle. The barely legal <laughs> Zach Amen. Seeing a barely legal. This show uh, verges on it. By being Ooh. because it's so funny, you know, this quickly became one of our most popular podcasts, um, and so popular that we they only release every other week. So popular, we started releasing mini episodes on the off weeks. Really? Yeah, that I'm on. Anyway, Fan- oh, so this is just to plug you. This <laughs> yeah. is you're plugging yourself now. Yeah. Anyway, but it was so popular, people wanted more, and anyway, uh, the show is digital intercourse. Ooh, uh, yeah, with- sexy. Found chicken. Wow, wow. Oh, 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 rub myself. Digital like intercourse. Uh, 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 which... Digital intercourse. Put my thumb drive <laughs> in your butthole. Okay, all right. Well, digital intercourse. Nice they from Do they have a theme song? A Do they have a theme yeah, song? Yeah, they have a theme song. What's the theme song? It's like... And it's got a lady like doing orgasm sounds. Oh, and it's just like digital intercourse, digital intercourse. Digital intercourse. Yeah. I'm not kidding. We don't need, we don't even need to play the clip now. People basically know. Yeah, their best episode this year. It was also tough to like. Whittle this one down to the mm-hmm. best, but again, we crunch the numbers. Yeah, we ran the, you know, the those, algorithms. The algorithms. Um, you know, and their their best episode of the year has got to be hands down. 
The Gypsy Jade episode. The Gypsy Jade episode. Right. Which, by the way. My goodness. Which, by the way, when I pull it up like this, the first thing it says is, Welcome to Pea Cousins. Hmm? What? Pea Cousins. I don't know what that means. Anyway, Gypsy Jade uh, is a burlesque performer and all around just an awesome woman. And uh, in the S episode, they talk about like BDSM dungeons, swinger parties, uh, and they do a kinky vocabulary test, which is actually pretty entertaining. So this is, uh, of course, a Tom King and Lauren Turner. Forget so about it. It's going to be very funny and very Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Hey, well, digital, digital intercourse. Ooh, chicka, chicka, ooh, chicka, chicka, ooh, chicka. Oh, well, you know, anyway. But before we get to the clip, if you guys uh, are interested, they have other episodes on all kinds of things, like um, like they talk to uh, this lesbian who is a uh, like a pastor. Ooh. Like a preacher. Fantastic. Uh, they talk to a couple that is, um, like, shares how bondage, like, like body positivity and, you know, like, they also make their own bondage furniture and stuff. That you cool. Know, and, uh, you know. A, a nice love seat. An, a so... love seat is like, <laughs> uh, They also talk to, uh, you know, like, burlesque performers. Fantastic. And someone who's... A huge representative of Land Parenthood. Awesome. And all love, kinds of things. Love like them. That. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic, <laughs> but I, it's it's not. It, I, I I didn't mean to sound like a, like that? a dick there. Oh no. Okay. okay. So so then do it again. <laughs> oh, do you it again. don't want to do it. Oh, okay. No, no. Do it again. They also have a Land Parenthood. Oh my goodness. They are so important <laughs> in this political climate. Our rights are being taken away, ladies. I want to take that again because that also sounded super condescending. I don't want to mansplain Planned Parenthood to our listeners. All right, we'll try one more time. Okay. This time I'll I'll do the most respectful thing possible. (laughs) Okay, most respectful thing possible. Yeah. Digital, of course, they also had an interview with someone with Planned Parenthood. Solid. Here we go. All right. I think that's the best take so far. That's the best take so far. By the way, I'm just going to put a bleep over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I keep... Uh, side note, I get emails from Planned Parenthood asking me to donate money. And here's the thing. I want to donate money to Planned Parenthood because I think it's a really important organization. Mm. But I also have no money. <laughs> and they keep sending me emails and I keep not reading the emails because... You I read because because I, I I just assume that one day they'll be like, hey, should we keep sending you emails and be like, oh man, were you sending me emails? Because uh-huh. I I I I must have missed them somehow. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Will you will you give us money? Oh, the, the connection's bad. I'm going through a tunnel. That's what I'll type on the email. I'll type it. I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> My point is is that we should all <laughs> donate to Planned Parenthood if you can. If you have extra money, donate to Planned Parenthood. Uh, so anyway, I think, uh, are you ready to listen to the clip? I'm so ready. Here's a clip with Gypsy Jade. Three, two, one. Digital intercourse. That is fascinating. All of this is a personal experience. All of it is whatever you're into, um, whatever helps you. Um, and whatever, whatever you're comfortable with. Now, personally for myself, um, I applaud it. I think that it's great that if you're able to face your fear and go towards, you know, 
face your fear and, and do it. Great. Uh, if, if you can't do that. And it, she was not able to talk about this until she was able to face it. So for me, it was a positive experience to understand how that would work for her. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I can kind of understand in the sense like <laughs> if I get really angry, I love like doing something crazy to like let it out. <laughs> so it makes like, no sense. Sure. Like well, last What week, have you done to let it all out? <laughs> oh, please do elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I threw a book of crosswords in a tree like a month ago. <laughs> I That's can true. relate. Well, Are you serious? He's no, literally. I, I threw a, I threw a crime fiction novel <laughs> into a signpost about three days ago. Thank you, cheap tickets. Thank you, cheap tickets. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, but cheap tickets. Yes, fuck you. As a result of that, we are now here. So yeah, yeah there you go. Life, life happens around you. Yeah, I, I also abused a innocent book. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really good book too. Yeah, it, it was a good book. I, I and now. That book goes to its local sex dungeon and has someone throw it <laughs> in the <laughs> side. <laughs> it gives inspirational talks. So speaking of books, um, if there's a couple things I could throw out there, there's a couple John of um, please do. <laughs> there's a couple of books that I would suggest reading if you're interested and you want a little a little more than Fifty Shades of Grey. So you always start with the story of O. Um, that's a book I would recommend if anybody's interested in the bondage lifestyle. Very short. So even if you're not a reader, get it on like. Get it read to you. That's Anne uh, Rice, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, Story no, of O no. is not Anne Rice. However, the Sleeping Beauty series okay. well, would I be didn't. Anne Rice. Now, yeah. Story of O, is that like a fictional story about bondage? Um, just read it. I'm not going to give it away. Okay. It is okay. very personal. Story of O would be my first introduction to um, bondage in general. I was told before um, I could ever play uh, by someone that was leading and guiding me to read that book. Uh, I don't want to give away the, the plot line, but okay. Story of O, I would recommend that. Um, and then Anne Rice's pen name, uh, it's, it's Anne Rice. Uh, just look up the Sleeping Beauty series. Uh, that is very extreme. It's a three-book series. Very interesting. Goes way out there. Um, a little cheesy in parts, but uh, good for knowledge if you're into this or secretly into it or wanting to find knowledge. <laughs> Have you read The Ethical Slut? I have read The Ethical Slut. That is another one that is on the list. Yes, good job. Yes. I just got that book. I haven't read it yet. Uh, very just, good. Just very good. It. There are several There are several books. Uh, depends on what you're into. Lots of books out there. Lots of research. Thank God for the internet. What did right. my parents and do? And y'all, you can just put it on your Kindle. Go yes, sit by the pool and yes, don't have you to know can. your business. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not until Kindle sponsors this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Kindle. Go on. You know you want to. <laughs> they're eager to do that. Come yeah, on, man. Jeff Bezos. No, I fucking. We hate love him. you. So, but all right, to recap, like resources. Yeah, Fat Life, right? Fat Life, yep. Swing Lifestyle. Swing, swing lifestyle. lifestyle would be the Fat Life of swingers, and okay. that's everywhere. Um, yeah. So where do you get the glossary of terms? So I would say for swinging, it is Swing Lifestyle would be my number one pick. There are multiple others. Please God, there are multiple others. These are just my personal Fat Life for bondage uh, BDSM plethora of knowledge people that know way more than i do i do not claim to be an expert i claim to be a player um, <laughs> yeah. i like You're to play the game experimenter yes I, a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of column a a little bit of column b spoken like a hustler oh. <laughs> uh here's the thing i've seen on fet life that i may have dabbled in just a tad oh just a little dabble just, just the a tip. little dabble uh Superhero costume sex. Uh, okay, that was my uh, whole like um, fantasy world as a 15-year-old kid. Let's talk about this. about this. Cosplay, yeah. yeah. Cosplay. 
cosplay. Birdie yeah. Yeah. Or cosplay. Yeah. Uh, now, are you talking full on heads or just costume sexual? Yeah. Uh, That's just called dress up to me because, you know, you yeah. can be whatever you want. difference? <laughs> it could there, be Friday. Yeah. <laughs> or Thursday. <laughs> so there's, a, I mean, there's a whole world of this because I, I know yes. people. There's, there's a video that was floating around Vice. I don't know if you saw this, but it was about horses. And oh, I think they yeah, went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in New Orleans, which is not far from where you live. <laughs> and <laughs> Nothing about this video at uh, all. So it was, it was Go like on. these people. <laughs> it was the, we're going Oh, I'm so happy that that's your reaction to this video, because it's it's people. I know the video. Yes, go on. Uh, I know two of the people in that video. So oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. so I'm watching this video. It's horseplay, and they're just out there, and they're doing their little Bunny races, yeah. and they're all just dressed up as horses. And then I notice, oh, that's, and I, I'll uh, say, no names. yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, I know her and her slave. I know both yeah. of those people. Oh. Yes. Oh wow. So you, you've done some some dress up. Playing? Oh, I love dress up play. That is a part of the fantasy of it. Now that can be light or hardcore. Obviously, pony play is more of the hardcore end, depending on how far in you go. But right. yes, uh, <laughs> fantasy makeup <laughs> costumes. Yes. Now, do you do like pony play or superheroes? Um, I've done superhero. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of role play. Pony play is a bit. Uh, I, I'm not opposed to pony play. I have done a little bit of. Now, I said no animals, so this is not included. What I mean by no animals in my limits is no actual animals. Um, I have actually allowed someone to be a pony for me. Um, I used to do a bit of topping, um, and there's a difference between master slave, top bottom, all of those things. Please look that up. There's we could go on for days. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but at this point, um, I had someone that was interested in that that I, I was very fond of, and they wanted this, and there was no one in the area, very small area, mind you, that would be interested in doing that. And I said, sure, yeah. Um, so I have dabbled in that. Um, they had everything they needed. Uh, tail, hooves, everything. Bridle. Wow. Bridle, everything. Yep. I literally got to ride them. Not in the sense that I'm used to riding, That's but they had a chariot. And okay, I'm like, am I into this so I don't have to walk <laughs> anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what peak. I said when I was done. I was like, oh, I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm, all right. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> again, is cheaper. <laughs> and there are a lot of parking fees where yeah. I'm from, yeah, so just like, stand up. yeah, uh. just keep going, go around the circle. Um, no, yeah, pony play, pony play is a. There are conventions everywhere for anything. So, and yes, I do. Um, I do know of the convention in the video you were speaking of in New Orleans. No comments. No New comments. Orleans, <laughs> where you can get a beignet, beignet, and a bridle in your mouth. Yes. So uh, I definitely need two people and maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a chariot. <laughs> 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 Digital, digital <laughs> intercourse! <laughs> digital intercourse! I used to be digital <laughs> intercourse! What's the deal with digital intercourse? What's the deal? <laughs> I used to be friends with this kid, uh, yeah. and he used to do a bunch of like uh, sketch comedy with me. Ooh. But he was no good. He was terrible. Oof. Anyway. And his name is <laughs> first and last. Yes. And his social security is. Um. Anyway, well, we'll just call him Ty for this. Ty. Uh. So we'll call him Ty, Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. <laughs> Ty Burrell and I go way back. I hear and he's, Isn't he on Modern Family now? Yeah. Man. He really surpassed me. Uh, anyway, how does that make you feel? Good. Really good, actually. And you wrote for Ellen. So, <laughs> so what does that in say? In a way. 
So in a way, you sunk even lower. Yeah, than Modern Family. Well, I was gonna say then now. if you hadn't done anything at all. <laughs> so anyway, um, I hope Ellen isn't listening. <laughs> yeah, Ellen's a big fan. Ellen's a big fan of Channel Four and big half, all things we do. And um, what was I talking about? Oh, he used to be friends with this kid named yeah. Ty. Yeah, is what we're gonna call him. And he used to have this laugh, and we would all make fun of his laugh when he would leave the room. Yeah, and and. I was the only one that could got, that finally got the perfect impression of his laugh. Okay. Which, this is really inside baseball for about yeah. three people that yeah. don't listen to the podcast. Great. And, um, Great. But Ty does. do the laugh for you. But Ty does. He's going to listen to this. That would be laugh. amazing if that guy listened to podcasts. <laughs> that would be really weird. Okay. Anyway, his laugh went something like this. <laughs> And that was his real laugh. So you're saying you were friends with a cartoon character? Yes, yes. That is ridiculous. So like we would do, we would like be filming stuff, like live, like sketches and stuff. Yeah. And then he would be in the room, and he would laugh like that, and then we would not be able to release it because his laugh sounded you so goddamn forced. loud. <laughs> Fucking Ty. <laughs> yeah, and you were never like Ty. Get the fuck out of here. I should have done that. Anyway, we're down to our last podcast. Aww. <laughs> it's the last one. Are you familiar at all with professional wrestling? Say more words. I will. Uh, professional wrestling is on TV, right? Yes, it is. And it has been portrayed a lot in music and movies and yes, video games. Indeed. I believe there's a song by the Mountain Goats. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of songs by the Mountain Goats. About wrestling. Yeah, about wrestling. <laughs> and so much so that... that Sometimes you you go, hey, I wish there was like a, a group of people who would talk would, about wrestling. No, that would talk about movies and TV and music and video games. Yes, I do. Wish I think that. you know where I'm going with this. You ever heard of a, a little show called Silent Profile of the Cam and Zam? What? No. You ever heard of it? I've you not. It? Yeah, yeah, I have. Well, we just Zam, Zam, Zam. Pino. Did you say penis? <laughs> Zampino de Grigio. Did you say penis de Grigio? Uh, drinking. <laughs> penis de Grigio. And anyway, what I'm trying to say is opinions like a-holes. Did you say a penis like a-holes? <laughs> opinions like a-holes is... Okay, you actually did say did a penis say... like a-holes that time. <laughs> penis and a-holes. Penis and a-holes. <laughs> opinions like a-holes is a podcast on our network. It is. I've been on it once. This is not that episode. I've been on it like five times. Wow. And this is not that episode. Uh, Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> well, that's me. And uh, we're going to talk about an episode on this podcast, of this podcast. Fantastic. Because it was the best of 2018. Awesome. They are the longest running podcast on our network. Nice. They have the most episodes. Nice. They hit their 100th episode earlier this year. Nice. <laughs> and it was live. Oh. With some guests. E. And they recorded. Oh, ah, ah. Anyway, but that's not this episode. This it's episode, not. It was good, but it wasn't the best. Oof. You know what the best was? The one with you on it? No, 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 oh. no, no. Oh, thank God. The best is the one they did. It's episode 104 with uh, Mr. Toby Morton. Fantastic. He's a comedian, a writer, and uh, an animator. I've heard that name before. Toby Morton, yeah. He, he was a writer on Mad TV and um, South Park. Something. Fantastic. Well, he came by their show to talk about a new project he's working on. Awesome. What's the new project? Well, do you want to hear about it? Yeah. 
I mean, we might as well. Uh, they're they're gonna kind of talk about it in the clip, but we'll, oh yeah, we'll talk about it here because I feel like it's our it's job cool. to really break down uh, what's being discussed in the podcasts to uh, to discuss the discussion. That's what we're here to Is do. Is that what really what we're doing? Yeah, we're here discussing Shit, the discussion. We have done this all wrong. We got to start over. Oof, too late, um, baby. We are we are almost out of tape. Shit. We're in case you don't know, we're recording this on an old tape deck. Yes. Yeah, we are. We had to flip the tape earlier at the yeah. break. Um and it's it's the type of tape that you can't re-record over. Shit. Yeah. So we got one take on this, buddy. Oh, thank God we bleeped what you said earlier. About yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we have we have an in-studio bleep button. Yeah. You wait God. five seconds. It's like... And then you slap it. And then you slap that ass. What? Slap it that ass. Slap it that ass. Slap it that ass. Anyway. The, the button just says ass on it. So. Right. That's why we're saying that. Yeah. We want to clarify. Anyway, Toby Martin is... He has a new upcoming project called Sandbox Weekly. Fantastic. Which is a, a you follow like a this group of sandbox kids. They're like, you know, five, seven ish years cool. old. Cool. And they talk about today's headlines as seen through their eyes. Fantastic. It's a cartoon, it's animated. Here's why this is so incredible. Yeah. Are you ready? So <laughs> he's doing this show, Sandbox Weekly, where he's talking about it's like a bedtime story mm-hmm. about yeah. Hillary Clinton. Okay. From, and he had. Are you having? You're swallowing a lot right now. I, you're doing well, like the nervous I, swallow. It's because I'm so. It, it's crazy. Cool. It's narrated by by everyone's favorite Roger Stone. Ah yes, he got Roger Stone. Roger to narrate. Stone. Yeah, he's a Republican. Uh, well. Trump advisor. Uh, ah, Warren. there we go. Anyway, so Toby Warren comes by to talk about that. Uh, and anyway, it's a, it's a bedtime story told by Roger Stone, the real guy. Awesome. And uh, in this clip, he's going to talk about... How did he get about, Roger Stone to do it? Well, in this clip, he's going to talk about that. Okay. Um, and it's it's super cool, and uh, it's a crazy story about... Uh, well, I think Toby could put it best. So... We're gonna just listen to this clip because I think it's pretty. Right. It's pretty funny. Pretty. Toby, funny. take, take it, it away. away. <laughs> play it again, Toby. <laughs> I told you never to play that song, Toby. I told you never to. Well, you did literally just say play it again. Play it again, Toby. <laughs> All right. Well, Rick's place, Casablanca. The best episode of opinions. Play like it Hall, again, Toby. Twenty eighteen. Let's hear it in three, two, two one. Play it again, Toby. Still? Right. Yeah. So awful, uh, nonetheless. Yeah. So I. So I, I. I was trying to think of some ideas. Like the kid could do a bedtime story. Uh, I can get a voice to do Hillary. But I. I then watched on Netflix a documentary called "Get, get Me, Me Roger, Roger Stone." Oh, sure. And I thought. Get me I want, Roger Stone. I, yeah, that's what I thought. I said, I'm going to contact Roger Stone and just see if he'll do this. Now, this was a year ago, like uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. So, in, like November, the end of November 2017. Right. Okay. I contacted his people. Just why not? What's the worst going to happen? And I, I basically said, listen, a little social media thing I'm doing. It's not a network. I just want to see if Roger will tell a bedtime story to children in his voice and uh, about Hillary and everything she's done. I sent it off. 
A week later, <laughs> I get an email from Roger Stone. Well, I imagine he reads it and he's drooling over it. Yeah. Well, and he says... Because uh, it's not flattering to Hillary. No. Real quick, was, mm-hmm. for any listeners who weren't caught up on Roger Stone, real, real quick, who is he? <laughs> oh, man, he began his Oh, let me, let me take this. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Take it, take this, it. This, okay, I like Because we talked about Stone, it in case you missed that episode. Yeah, Roger Stone uh, started with Nixon. Uh, he was the one who is responsible for the phrase "Make America Great Again," which, yep. by the way, has been around since Reagan. Yeah, uh, he's responsible for "Lock Her Up." He's responsible mm-hmm. for. Is he um, a speechwriter? Just several, a consultant. He is a, a political consultant. Is that his actual That's title? That's his actual title. He, and you know the um, what's a political the operative brothers? is a better word. The Brooks sure. Brothers uh, mm-hmm. thing back in uh, the when the voting oh. in Florida. You know yes. the whole thing. Yeah, he. Got that together, mm-hmm. the writing there. Yeah. Uh, so th- th- this guy, if you one of the things we talk about on the, and it's been a long, long time ago. I don't remember which oh, episode, yeah. but we talked about that documentary because uh-huh. I watched it, oh, okay. and um, I remember one of the things that struck me was I don't think I've ever in my life witnessed another human being be so proud of being a total piece of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he embraces it, and he's like, I am terrible, and I love it. Look at my ridiculous fucking jacket. Look at these dumb fucking glasses and the derby I'm wearing, and you tell me I'm not a piece of garbage. I could not have said it any better. I'm so (laughs) glad you you said all that. So, Um, yeah, that's Roger Stone. So, So, to carry on. And he's always been on the conservative side of politics. Oh, far right. Oh, far right. We're talking on the... Him and Alex Jones are buds. So, you're you're sending him the chance to read mean shit about one of his... (laughs) Peoples that he that probably he hates well, more than probably anyone. his biggest nemesis, and he's really? ri- written a bestseller book about the Clintons, yeah, and everything they've done, and you know all of that. So, um, yeah, and he's big in Infowars mm-hmm. and okay. Alex Jones and all that. So, um, so I, you know, I, I honestly I didn't have anything really prepared. I just had kind of an outline. Yeah, just go after Hillary, not thinking he'd get back. He sent me an email back saying, "I'm about to go on the road. Send me the script today." And I was like, "You got it." Shit, I have to write a script now. So I just put together a bunch of facts about Hillary that he's talked about and put a few things on it about him. You know, he, he's saying, uh, what, what can I give you an example of? He's talk, he talks about, you know, how basically uh, Jimmy McDougal, a person who uh, mysteriously was killed or died, suicide, whatever. I think it was suicide. It was ruled suicide, yeah. maybe? Yeah, and after he was going after Hillary. And uh, I had that in there about Roger doing the, you know, talking about that. So it was a little brutal. And yeah. I thought, okay. So I sent it off. He sent me back, maybe a day later, a couple of versions of it. Fully he, recorded. Fully recorded. And he's like, hey, it's Uncle Roger, kids. When... When he sent me a clip that was almost, it was maybe that and then maybe three or four more seconds. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that, my mind exploded with excitement. I still can't believe it. But I, so he sent me that and I'm like, I, I, and it it goes on for like four or five minutes because I just wanted a bunch of stuff just so I can cut up and whatever and get all the information I could because I'm not going to get this chance again. Yeah. So I start playing with it and, um, uh, start animating uh, and all that. And so uh, about a month goes by and um, I get another email from <laughs> Roger, which is like, hey, just checking in, seeing how things are going. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll give him the update. And uh, um, 
I let him know everything's going okay. And then he sends me back an email with more audio. And it's just him like talking about politics, lies, and corruption, and just going off about just not anyone specific, just politicians and just it's almost like like a drunk dial i was gonna say like he just went on a word association like uh, yeah like he he took some drinks i'm I'm just gonna talk and send this to toby he sent you his audio journal yeah so i'm like i'm my mind is going i i can't believe i'm getting this stuff and and i have to be honest at this point and a lot of people are already saying oh you're going right after trump you're going after the conservative party that was not my intention my intention was always to have a bedtime story told about Hillary right. in the voice of Roger Stone. Well, because one of the funny. first things you told yeah. me that I remembered mm-hmm. was you said it was important for you to feel like you're you're uh, kind of you know att- giving both sides their business. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I wasn't going after anyone specific. I just right. wanted to have an open mind. And, I mean, I eventually was going to go after everybody, but that's, that's but, what I mean. You're going to yeah go but, after everybody because well, then when you don't, everything's done with a too specific of an agenda. Right. And, right. And the, the the whole structure of it, I I see it as something that does sort of poke fun at everybody. It folks sure. fun at the people who are being uh, uh, that that the, the, the speech talks badly about, and the yeah. people in the ridiculousness to say these things. Right, it's, right. It's, it points out the ridiculousness in this fight in exactly. general. Exactly, and and already, and I'm sure once it's released, a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, he's a Democrat. He's this." But I swear to you, my intention was not to, and I'll and I'll tell you right now. I'll, I'll get to that part actually right now, where um, I just started animating, you know, everything he was saying was making sense about what Trump was doing. Yeah. So I was like, well, I, I just have to go that direction. So there's, you know, going after Hillary, there's stuff against Trump, there's stuff against Roger himself. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit, what am I doing? But it just started, like, snowballing from there. Um, and yet he was still sending more audio. More. There was a third there's probably six or seven total total yeah. different emails with audio that he sent that and that's another reason why it's taking so long there's a lot of you've stuff you've got hours of of raw footage or raw uh i've, I've audio. got a lot i've got a lot um but uh so yeah so so months go by so he's got to be thrilled about this project he you know what i he's not a stupid man i think he knows well, I know for na- sure that now he knows that, you know, something's up. But uh, he knows that it was going to be controversial. He loves that. And he knows sure. that I was going to go in some direction. Yeah. But I, I, I think he just needed to be vocal about stuff. It's like he had a long day and he's like, well, I just got to call Toby. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know, but I have this stuff. So I'm continuing to animate and do all this. And... uh yeah, so so uh, I put a trailer together, and uh, the episode will take a while. It's it's getting there, but it, it's got a little longer to go. Um, but yeah, he's just it, it, and again, I I did not intend on going after Trump because that's easy. Yeah, but I can't help it. It's just it's just it's there, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. So without going into too much detail, there's plenty of stuff where it's like, oh, well, he's talking about Trump, so. There you yeah. go. <laughs> oh man, and uh, yeah, there might, may or may not be a little cameo from uh, from yours truly. Yeah, little little uh, <laughs> little Alex Jones. Yeah. 
Oh, I, man. It's a fantastic uh, Alex Jones impression. Now, that's Thank not you. the true Alex Jones that they'll hear, although it sounds like him, and you never know. People will probably go, my God, he got Roger Stone and Alex Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a pretty solid impression. Yeah. <laughs> I think listeners, uh, eagle-eared listeners, have probably heard at least a clip or two on our show. You've done Of me doing Alex Jones? Oh, yeah. please do. Oh, I'm sure. You have. Yeah. From time to time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, yeah, the, uh, Specifically him screaming about turning the frogs gay Because that's my favorite That's probably my favorite God. thing he's ever said out loud There's chemicals in the water turning the frogs gay Yeah, yeah, that's great, yeah <laughs> But over, over the months, I, I, uh, he kind of fell out of the spotlight a little Yeah Because uh, at the time when we began this in November 2017 He wasn't well known, but people knew him Yeah But now, he's He'll be indicted. He's like a household name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will be indicted. And he has so much to do with... He didn't mention... He did not mention WikiLeaks in any of the audio, which I combed through and I was like, there's WikiLeaks. No, there's not. Gotta be, gotta be. But... uh, You're like, where does he say Julian? Where does he say it? (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) It's gotta be in there. But... uh, What if... Because, I mean, imagine if you could have been that missing link. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, could you imagine, like, you send that to to Robert Mueller? Well, let me tell you, I I got... um, I got an email that's in the trailer at the beginning, um, but it, one of the emails, my favorite, he's like, uh, I, I sent some off, because I, I was speaking with his assistant at times, too, through email, because yeah. he was busy, uh, and I would send her thoughts and stuff, and then uh, a month would go by, and then Roger would get back to me, and he sent me an email going, hey, I just got this, like, he would see the bulk of emails that he's been missing, and he's like, tell me what you need from me, and then uh, he signed it, and then, P.S., Moeller sucks. And I have that the the trailer, but it's oh the email God. from him, and I just went That's ape shit. But it was like the exclamation point was spaced, like Mueller sucks, space exclamation point, <laughs> and it was like Jesus Christ. And then another oh, favorite great. email he sent the the last time. This is the last time I spoke with him. The last time I had a communication with him, <laughs> I sent an email uh, saying, "Hey, if you want, here's the last of some audio I would like. Didn't need it, but I just wanted to keep this going." And the last email Roger Stone sent to me uh, was, hey, my audio guy is out on a rock tour. I'll find somebody who will do this with me. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. And uh, I sent back an email going, hey, find out if Mueller has some audio equipment you can use. <laughs> and that was the last time uh, I heard oh, from shit. him. So that was about a little over a month and a half ago. I was going to say, but you've you've heard from legal <laughs> representation here and there, yeah. Sure, I've had some, <laughs> I've had some, you know, uh, advice. Sure, yeah. that's a good way to put it. Yeah, but um, but like I was saying, I like we were talking about before this. I don't think this is going to be. I mean, he's got a lot on his plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and he, I, 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 I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. it could be one of those things where. It just fizzles and, and nobody now, really gives a shit. Remind me, is the trailer out there? The trailer, technically, it's on my website, okay. but I haven't really told anybody. Okay, and okay. So uh, this is kind of like the first big, hey, this is going on. Sure. Here's the trailer. Go to the website and let's see what happens. And have we said what it's called? We have not. Oh, uh, it's called The Sandbox Weekly Presents Bedtime Stories with Roger Stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay. And uh, yeah, and I have a couple of clips of his audio in the trailer. And it's yeah, the show itself is going to be Sandbox Sandbox Weekly, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And right. then this yeah. this is like a segment of it. Yeah, exactly. Sandbox Weekly with the kids show. Yeah. And uh, this is basically the first launching episode. Okay. So, yeah. And you're going to start with a doozy. Yeah, I'm going to be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> can't understand anything you're saying. Could you stop? Oh, you did. Okay, you did stop. Well, anyway, uh, Quinn, what did you think of that last clip? <laughs> yeah, me too. I thought it was really solid. Yeah, no, I, I did too. Definitely. Well, you know, and I gotta say, uh, pretty entertaining, pretty tricky guy, that Toby. <gasps> oh, 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 God. Why didn't you... I was choking, Landry. I'm sorry? Landry, I, I was choking. What? Never mind. Okay. I saw God. Oh. Huh? God? It was the devil. Did you tell me she got a podcast on her network? He was the devil. The God was the devil? Two heads on the same body. That sounds hot. I guess. We need a, digital intercourse needs to interview God. Digital intercourse! Oh. <laughs> Anyway, that was the best. That was it. Those were the best. Those were the best. Oh boy, don't we don't we have a lot to grow on? And 2018 was a year full of dark times and was it? Up up Seems swings good to me. and down swings. It was a roller coaster of emotions. And we here at Channel Four and a Half, we endeavor to inject your lives with some <laughs> of the heroin that we call laughter. <laughs> Just like that. We want to strengthen your resolve and upgrade your morale. We really... I think it's pronounced moral. What? Oral? Moral. Oral? Moral? Oral. Yanni. Laurel. Yanni. (laughs) Yanni. 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 Hey, Yanni. Oh, what? Laurel and Hardy. Those are two men. 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 Bye-bye. Anyway, so that was the best we had for 2018. Landry, did you... Landry, let me ask you a question. No. Would you say that these are the best of 2018? Yeah, probably. Would you say these are the best of our lives? Huh? Best of our lives? Days, days of Our Lives? Good show, right? Good show. Great Classic. Show. Classic show. Oh, man. Man. Remember when Ronnie had the, the head injury? I don't know anything about Okay. That. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. So let's raise a glass. I think we should raise... On this New Year's glasses. Eve, pop open a bottle of champagne and with a person it. you love. Stick your dick in that bottle of champagne. Really mix it up. My dick is small enough. <laughs> it fits. Everyone's is, right? Yeah. My point is, <laughs> family. 
Family is the champagne bottle of our lives. Family is the champagne bottle of our lives. <laughs> Friendship is the empty champagne flute that has fallen off the table and rolled into the corner. I agree, that is. My syphilis <laughs> is oh no, the kernels of corn oh. that are stuck under the stovetop yeah. from when I made corn that one time. Probably looks like that, too. And the dreams oh no. are the wreath that was hung upon the my... The wreath of Franklin. Goodbye. And with that, <laughs> God bless us, everyone. everyone. We got a whole new slew of them next year. Yes, and next year we will be back, unless we are dead. Which, fingers crossed. And with that, I heard him exclaim, ere he rode out of sight, Merry 2018, Channel 4 and a half, and to all, a good fight. What? Fight? Huh? What? I said fight. Just fade out on this part. What? Huh? Fight? I said fight. Did you? I heard night. No, I said fight. Do we? And I heard him exclaim, Ere he, he rode, rode out, out of sight, sight. Merry Christmas, Christmas to all, and, and to all a good sight. He's opening an optometry clinic. Okay. Channel four and a half. Channel four and a half. <laughs>